the white sail oh husky thee my baby the night is behind us the black are the waters that sparkle so green the moon or the combers look down to find us at least in the hollow that rustle behind where billows met below that soft be thy pillow and weary we flippering curl at thy ease the storm shall not wake thee nor shark overtake thee so leap in the arms of slowly swimming seal all these things happened several years ago a place got novastak or a northeast point on the island of saint paul away and away in the bearing sea limmershin the winter wind told me the tale when he was blown out of the ringing of a shreemer growing to japan and took him down to my cabin and warmed and fed him for a couple of days till he was fit to fly back to saint paul again limmershin is a very quiet little bird but he knew all about the truth nobody comes to novaska except on business and the only people who have regular business there are the seals they come in the summer months by hundred and hundred of thousands out of gold gray sea for novaska beach has the finest accommodation for seals of any place in all the world sea catch knew that and every spring would swing from whatever place he had to be in would swim like a torpedo boat straight for the novaska and spend a month flying with his companion for a good place on the rocks and close to the sea as possible sea catch was 15 year old a huge gray fur seal with almost a man on his shoulder and long wicked dog teeth when he heaved himself upon his friend flippers he stood more than 4 feet clear of the ground and his weight if anyone has been bold enough to weigh him was nearly 700 pound yet sea catch never chased a betson seal for that was against the rule of the beach he only wanted room by the seal for his nursery but as there were 40 or 50000 over seals hunting for the same thing every spring the whistling the bellowing roaring and bowing of the beach was something frightful from a little hill called hunchingson kill you could look over there a half mile of ground covered with fighting seals and the surf was dotted all over with the head of seal hurrying to land and begin in the share of fighting they fought in the breakers they fought in the sand and they also fought on the smooth wall basalt rock of the nurseries where they were as stupid as they could sea catch had just finished his 40 50 flight one spring when matak his soft sleek gentle eye wife came up of the seal and he caught her by the scruff of neck and drummed her down on his reservation saying gruffly late as usual where have you been it was not the fashion for sea catch to eat anything during the four month he stayed on the beaches and so his temper was generally bad matkak knew better than to the answer back she looked round and cooed how thoughtful of you you have taken the old place again i should think i had said sea catch look at me he was crunched and bleeding in 20 places one eye was almost out and his sides were torn to ribbons who oh, you man you man matak said fanning herself with her hind flagger why can't you be sensible and settle your place quietly you look as you had been fighting with a killer whale 
I haven't been doing anything but fight since the middle of May. The beach is disgracefully crowded this season. I met at least 100 seals from Lucana Beach, housing hunting. Why can't people stay where they belong? I've often thought we should be much happier if we hauled out of Otter Island instead of their crowded place, said Matak. Bah! Only the hallucination? Go to the Otter Island? If we went there, they would say we are afraid. We must preserve appearance, my dear. Sea Catch sunk his head proudly between his fat shoulders and pretended to go to sleep for a few minutes. But all the time, he was keeping a sharp lookout for a fight. Now that, all the seals and their wives were on the hand. You could hear their clamour miles out of the sea about the loudest gales. At the lower counting, there were only millions of seals on the beach, old seals, which consist of mother seals, tiny babies, holesickles, fighting and scuffling, bleeding and crawling and playing together. Kokik, Matak's baby, was born in the middle of this confusion and was all here and shoulder with pale water blue eyes, as tiny seals must be. But there was something about his coat that made his mother look at him very closely. See, catch, she said at last, a baby going to white. Empty calm shells and dry seed, snorted sea catch. There never had been a thing in the world as a white seal. I can't help that, said Martha. There was going to be now, and she sang to the low, crawling seal song that all the mother seals sing to their babies. You must swim till you are six year old, or your height will be snug by the seals. And the summer gales and killer whales are bad for baby seals, a bad for baby seals, dear rat, as bad as a bat can be. But splash and grow strong and you can't be wrong, child of the open sea. Of course, the little fellow did not understand the word at first. He padded and scrambled about his mother's side and learned to scuffle out of the way. And his father was fighting with another seal and the two trawled and rode up and down the slippery rock. Marta used to do the sea to get things to eat and the baby was felt only once in twice but he ate all he could and threw upon it. The first thing he did was to scrawl inland and there he met ten and thousands of babies of his own age and then he played together like puppies, went to sleep on the clean sand and played again. When Marta came back from her deep sea fishing, she would go straight to their playful ground and call a sheep call for a lamp and wait until she heard hot curb beat. Then she would take the straightest of the straight line in this direction, striking out with her four fingers and knocking the youngster's head over heels right and left. There were always a few hundred mothers hunting for their children through the playground and the babies were kept lively. But as Martha told Kotick, so long as you don't die in muddy water and get managed or rub the hard sand in your cut or scratch, and so long as you were never going to swim, when there's a heavy sea, nothing will hunt you here. Little seas can no more swim than little children, but they are unhappy till they learn. The first time that Hotek went down to a sea, a wave carried him over beyond his depth, and his big head sank and his little hind fingers flew up exactly as his mother had told him in the song. And if the next wave had not thrown him back again, he would have drowned. 
After that, he learned to lie in a beach pool and left the wash of the waves just to cover him and lift him up while he paddled. But he always keep his eyes open for big waves that might hurt. Then you can imagine the time that he had with his companion, duckling under the rollers or coming in the top of the comber and landing with a swash and a splutter as big wave went whirling far upon this beach, or standing up on his tail and scratching his head as the old people did. Late in October, the seals began to leave Saint Paul for the deep sea by familiar and tribes and they were no more fighting over the nurseries and the holocycle plate anywhere they lived. Next year, said Mata to Kotick, you'll be holocycle, but this year you must learn how to catch fish. They set out together across the Pacific and Mata showed Kotick how to sleep on his back with his flingers turned upside down and his little nose just over the water. No cradle is so comfortable as long rocking swell of the Pacific. When Kotick felt his skin tingle all over, Marta told him he was learning the feel of water and that tingly prickly feeling meant bad weather is coming and he must swim hard and get away. In a little time, she said, you'll know where to swim. This was one of the many things that Kotick learned and he was always learning. Marta told him to follow the cord and the hail built along the undersea bank and rang to hawkling out of his hole among the weeds. How to skirt the wreck lying a hundred fathoms below water and draught a little rifle bullet in one part hole and of another at the fish's run. How to dance on the top of the waves when the lightning was racing all over the sky. One day, however, as he was lying half asleep in the warm water, Somewhere off the island of Juan Faris, he felt faint and lazy, all over just as human people do when the spring is in their legs, and remembered the good firm beaches of Novstak, 7,000 miles away, the game his companion played, the smell of seabird, the seal roar, and the fighting. That very minute he turned north, swimming steadily, as he was went on met score of his mate, all the bound of the same people, and they said, Greeting, Hotik, this year we all are holicating, and we are dancing the fire dance in the breakers off on the lunken and play on a new grass. But where did you get that coat? Hotik Ferg was almost pure right now and thought he felt very proud of it. He only said, Swim quickly, my bones are aching for the land. And so they all came to the beach sides where they had been born and heard the old seals and their fainters fighting in the rolling mist. I didn't get it, said Kotick. It's grey. And just as he was going to roll the speaker over, a couple of black-haired men with flat red faces came from behind over a sand dutch, and Kotick, who had never seen a man before, coughed and lowered his head. The holocycle just bundled off a few yards and sat startling stupidly. The men were no less than Herrick Boston, the chief of the seal hunter on the island, and Pantalum, his son. They came from the little village not half a mile from the sea nurseries, and they were deciding what seals they would drive up to the killing pens, for the seals were driven just like sheep to be turned into seal skin jacket later on. Ho! said Pantalum. Look, they are white seal. Herrick bought and turned nearly white under his oil and smoke, 
for he was an allot and allots are not a clean people then he began to mutter a prayer don't touch him pantalum there had never been a white seal since since i was born perhaps it's old zahar's cost he was lost last year in the big gale i'm not near him said pantalum he's unlucky do you really think he's an old zakat kumpak i've owe him for some gulls egg don't look at him said carrick head of the draw of fold your old the men ought to skin 200 today but it's the beginning of the season and they've been new to the work a hundred will do quick pantamel rattled a pair of seal shoulder bone in offer to friend a holocycle and they stopped dead puffling and bowling then he stepped near the seal began to move and the carrick hunted them in land and they never tried to get back to their companion hundreds and hundreds of thousands of seals watched them being driven but they went on playing i'm going to follow he said and his eyes nearly propped out of his head as he shuffled along in the wake of here the white seal is coming after us said pantalum that's the first time a seal has ever come to the killing ground alone hush don't look behind you said carrick it's a savor's ghost i must speak to the priest about this the distance to the killing ground was only half a mile but it took a heart to cover because if the seal went too fast carrick knew that they would get heated and their fur would come off in the patches when they were skinned so they were on very slowly past the seal licken's hut past webben house until they came to the salt house just beyond the site of the seal of binch cotick followed panting and wondering he thought that he was at the world's end but the roar of the seal nursery behind him sounded as loud as the roar of a train in a tunnel then carrick sat down on the moss and pulled out a heavy pewter watch and let the draw cool off for the thirsty minutes and hotty could hear a fog dew dripping off the brim of his cap then 10 or 20 men each with a iron board clubbed 3 or 4 feet long came up and rec pointed out on one or two of the draw that were bitten by the companion or too hot 10 minutes later little cortic did not recognize his friend any more for his skins were ripped off from the nose to the hind flingers flipped off and thrown down to the ground in a pile that was the back of the seal he turned the gallard for back of the seal his little mustard mistling with the horror at sea's lion neck where the great sea lion sit on the edge of the surf he flung himself flipped overhead into the cold water and rocked there gasping miserling show he who show he said cocky they're killing all the holluses on all the beaches the sea lion turned his head in sure nonsense he said your friend are making as much as noise as ever you must have been ever heard of carrick polishing off a door he has done it for 20 years it's horrible said cortic backing water as wave went over him and steadily himself with a screw gorge on the flipper and that brought him standing with the 3 inches of jagged edge of rock well done for yearling said the sea lion who could appreciate good swimming i suppose it's rather awful from your way of looking at it but if your seals will come here year after year of course the men will get to know it and unless you can find an island where no men could ever live isn't that such island began cortic i follow the paltos 
for 20 years and I can't say I've found it out yet. But look here, you seem to be fond of talking to your bettersome. Suppose you go to a Waltram Island and talk a sea tilt, he might crook something. Don't flouse off like that. It's a six mile swim. And if I were there, I should haul out and trap a knob first and little one. Kotick thought that that was a good idea. So he swam round of his own beach, hauled out and split for half an hour, twitchling all over and seals will. Then he heard right of Walrus Island, a little low sheet of Rocky Island, almost due to northeast from this Novaska, all lodges and rock, gut nest, where the walrus heard it by themselves. Wake up, barked Kotick, for the gulls were making a great noise. Ha ha ha, what's that, said Seawig, and he struck the next walrus a blow with his tusk and waked him up, and the next trunk with the next, and so till he reached that they were awake and startling in every direction but the right one. Hit, it's me, said Hotik, bobbling in the surface and looked like a little white slug. Go and find out, said Seawitch, slackening his eye. Run away, we are busy here. No, will you tell, said Kotick, all of his breath. Go and ask Sea Cow, said Seawick. If he's living still, he'll be able to tell you. Kotick swam back to the Novaska, leaning the gulls to scream. There he find no one sympathized with him with his little attempt to discover a quiet place for the seal. They told him that men had always driven the holesickle, it was a part of day's work, and that if he did not like to use ugly things, he should have gone to killing grounds. But none of the other seals had seen the killing, and that made the difference between him and his friend. Besides, Hotchik was a white seal. What must you do, said the old sea catch, after he had heard his son's adventure, is to grow up and to be a big seal like your father, and have a nursery on a beach, and then they'll leave you alone. In another five years ought to be able to fight for yourself. Even gentle Mata, his mother said, you'll never be able to stop the killing. Go and play in the seal's cortic. And cortic went off and danced fire dance with a very little heart. If the beach was good and hard, with the slope behind it for seals to play on, there was always the smoke of whaler on the horizon, blowing down from the blugger, and Kotick knew what that meant, or else he could see that seal had one visitor the island and be killed off, and Kotick knew that where men had come once there would come again. He picked up with wild, oldie, snuffy, tailored albatross, who told him the Kerguelen Island was a very place for peace and quiet. And when Kotick went down there, he was all but smashed to peace against some wicked black cliffs in the heavy sled storm with whitening and thunder. Limmershim gave a long list of them, for he said that Kotick spent five seasoning exploring with the four months rest each year at Novastag when the holosickle used to make fun of him and his imaginary island. He went to the Galpax, where the horrid dry place on the equator where he had nearly banged to death. He went to the Goric Island, the Orgit, the Emerald Island, Little Nightmare Island, Gog's Island, Botex Island, Crosset, and even a little speck of an island south of Cape of Good Hope. That nearly broke his heart, and he headed round the horn back of his own branches and found an island full of green trees where he found an old, old sea who was dying, and the Cortic caught fish for him and told him all his sorrows. 
Now, said Kotick, I am going back to Noveska and if I am driven to the killing pens with the holocycle, I shall not care. The old sea said, try once more, I am the last of the rockles rockaway of the manfara and in the days when men killed us by hundred thousand, there were a story on the beaches that some day a white seal would come out of the north and lead the seed people to quiet place. I am old and I shall live to see that day, but others will. Try once more. And Hortick curled up his moustache and said, I am the only white seal that have ever been born on these beaches. And I am the only seal, black or white, who ever thought of looking for new island. They cheered him immensely, and we came back to Nobeska that summer. Mata, his mother, begged him to marry and settle down, for he was no longer a holocycle, but a full-gowned seal catch with a curly white man on his shoulder, as heavy as big as the fire of his father. Give me another season, he said. Remember, mother, it's always the seventh way that goes farthest upon the beach. Curiously enough, there was another seal who thought that she would put off marrying till the next year, and Hortick danced the fire dance with her all down Lucan Beach that night before he set off to his last exploration. By the great cumbers of Magellan, he said, beneath his moustache, who is in the deep sea are these people. They were like no walrus, sea lions, seals, bears, whales, shark, fish, squid, a scallop that Hortick had ever been seen. They were between 20 to 30 feet long and they had no hind flippers but a howl like tail that looked as if what was whittled in the leather. Their heads were the most foolish looking thing that he's ever saw and they balanced on the ends of the tail in deep water where they were grassing, bowling solemnly to each other and waving their friend flippers at the fat man waves his arm. Hum, said Kotick. Good sport, gentlemen. The big things answer by bowing and waving their flippers like the frog footmen. Macy's style of feeding that, said Hotick. They bowed again and Hotick began to lose his temper. Very good, he said. If you do happen to have an extra joint in your friend flinger, you needn't show off so. I see you bow gracefully, but I should like to know your names. The split lips moved and twitches and the glassy green eyes startled, but they did not speak. Well, said Hotick, you're the only people I've ever met uglier than sea witch and with the worst manner. The sea cows went on cockling and grazing and clumming in the weed, and Hotick asked them questions in every language that he had picked up in his travel, and the sea people talked nearly as many as language as just as human beings. But the sea cows did not answer because sea cow cannot talk. He had only six bones in his neck where he ought to have a seven and they said under the sea that have prevented him from speaking even the complication. By daylight Hollick's man was standing on one end and his stepper was gone where the dead crabs go. Then the sea cow began to travel northward very slowly, stopping to hold absurd bowling councils from the time of time. The Hortic followed them, saying to himself, People who are such an idiot, and these would have been killed long ago, if they hadn't found out some safe island, and what is good enough for the sea cow is good enough for the sea catch. 
all the same i wished they hurry one night they sank through the shiny water sank like stones and for the first time since he had known them began to swim quickly hotik followed and the pace astonished him for he had never dreamt that sea cow was anything of a swimmer they heard for a cliffy by the shore a cliff that ran down into a deep water and plunged into a dark holes at the foot of it 20 fathoms under the sea it was long long swim and hotik badly wanted fresh water before he was out to the dark tunnel they had let him through the sea cows had separated and were browsily lazing along the edges of the finest beaches that hotik have ever seen they were long stretched and smooth of worn rock running for miles exactly fitted to make sea rosaries and they were playgrounds of hand and sloping island behind them and there were rollers for seals to dance in the first thing he was to assure himself that the fishing was good and then he swam along the beaches and counted upon the delightful low sandy island and half hidden in the beautiful roaring cloud away to the northward out of sea ran a line of brass and shawls and rocks that would sever shend a ship come with the 6 miles of the beach and between the island and mainland was a stretch of deep water that ran upon the perpendicular cliffs and somewhere below the cliffs was a mouth of its tunnel he began to think of the seal he had left behind him but thought he was in a hurry to go back to novaska he thoroughly explored the new country so that he would not be able to answer all the questions then he dived and made sure of the mouth of the tunnel and raced through the southward no one but a sea cow or a sea wolf would dreamt of being in such a place but the holosel and sea catch's father and all other seals laughed at him when he told them what he had discovered and a young seal about his own age said this is all very well hotik but you can't come from no one where and order us off like this remember we've been fighting our nurseries and that's a thing you never did you pretended prowling about in the sea the other seals laughed at this and the young seal began twisting his head from side to side he had just married that mare that was making a great fuss about it i have no nursery to fight for said cotic i only want to show you all the place where you'll be safe what's the use of fighting ho oh, if you're trying to be back now of course i have no more to say said the young seal with an ugly chuckle will you come with me if i win said hotik and a green light came into his eyes for he was very angry as having to fight at all very good said the young seal carelessly if you win i'll come he had no time to change his mind for hotik head was out and his teeth sunk into the bladder of young seal's neck then he threw himself back on the haunches and hauled his enemy down the beach shook him and knocked him over then hotik wrote to the seal i've done my best for all these five season past i found you in england where you'll be safe but unless your heads are dragged off your silly necks won't be able to believe it i'm going to teach you now look out for yourself limishin told me that never in the life limishin sees thousands of big seal fighting every year never in all his little life did he see anything like cockish charge in nurseries he flung himself at the biggest sea catch 
he could find and caught him by the throat choked him and bumped him and banged him until he grunted for mercy and he then threw him aside and attached the next hotik rode in answer and the old sea catch waddled with his mustache on end bowing like a locomotive when matak and seal that was going to marry hotik cover down and admire them men folk it was a gorgeous flight for the two fought as long as they were seal that dad lived upon his head and where there was none that padded gantered up the down of the beach side by side belowing at night just as the northern light was winging and flashing through the fog hotty climbed a bare rock and looked down on the scattered nurseries and the torn and bleeding seals now he said i've taught you your lesson my wig said an old sea catch boosting himself by stiffly for he was fearly mauled the killer whale himself could not have cut them worse son i'm proud of you and what's more i'll come with you to your island if there's such a place here you fat pig of a sea who comes with me to the sea cow's tunnel answer or i shall teach you again roared cotic that was a murmur like the ripple of the tide all up and down the beaches will come said thousands of tired voices will follow hotig the white seal then hotig dropped his head between his shoulder and shut his eyes proudly he was not a white seal any more but the red from a head to tail all the same he would have scored to look at or touch one of his own a week later he and his army the old wind seas that went away north to the sea cow's tunnel hotig leading them and the seal that said as the novaska called them idiots but next spring when they all met off the fishing bank of the pacific hotig seal told much tales about the new beaches beyond sea house tunnel that more and more seals let novaska of course it was not all done at once for the seals are not very clever and they needed long time to turn things over in the mines but years after year novaska and lakanen and the other nurseries to the quiet shelter beach where hotix sits all the summer through getting bigger and fatter and strong each year where the holsick play around him in that sea where no man can come